Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you and Lord keep you. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the Word of God today. Thank you for the Bible that was given to us so we could read, so we could grow, so we could learn, so we can grow closer to you. Lord, help us. Help us to be people of God, people who stand up for your truth, people who will not be swayed by the world's attitudes and the world's ideas. But Lord, we would listen to you and follow your will. God, direct us this day. If someone's listening today that's struggling, Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch their life. May they sense your power right now, right at this moment. May the Holy Spirit of God infuse them. May they see you more clearly. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, the fourth chapter of James, I've, I shared with you some this week uh, out of the first chapter of James, uh, James but I, I want to share the fourth because the fourth uh, chapter has some just some powerful things that are just very practical. I mean, practical living. I believe in practical living. That's one thing, as I often talk about my folks, they taught practical living. You know, they taught live for Jesus, walk with him, spend time with him, call upon him. He will help you. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to be a seminary graduate to be a, a man of God or a woman of God. But he wants you to have a relationship with him. You know, it's just like when you have your first love or your or your wife that you're going to marry. You know, I when I was uh, going to marry my wife, I wanted to see her all the time. I, I couldn't wait to see her. I just wanted to be with her all the time. That's the way it should be with our walk with God, that we should want to be with him all the time. Be in touch with him. Be there uh, for him, because he is certainly there for us. But he's going to lead us, and he's going to guide us into new ways of life. So we just have to be willing, willing to listen. I hope your summer's been going well for you. I hope you've enjoyed the record heat, 21 days of over 100 degrees, the, the most in the history of Idaho. That is amazing. It has been so hot. And the last several weeks, it's been a little muggy, too. You know, Idaho usually is about 8 to 14% in humidity. And last the last several weeks we've had, it's been up to 20 to 35%. And I know that doesn't sound much if you're from the east or south, but for Idaho it is. And so when it's 100 or when it's 96, it feels like 102. And boy, I tell you what, we went out to the fair on the very first day. You got in free if you brought canned food, so we did that. And it was from, we was out between 12 and 3, so it wasn't the hottest part of the day. But I'm telling you, it was muggy that day, and we just, we roasted. I'm telling you, we couldn't wait to get out of there. And so, you know, enjoy enjoy the sun, but uh, we'll be thankful that we live in a place that is sunny, but it's been a little bit hot. Anyway, so chapter 4 of James says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Don't they come from the desires that battle within you? We all have desires that battle within us. It causes quarrels and fights. Said so you desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and you fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. People, I think that's a major problem in the world today. 
is one of the problems is we don't see God work in our lives because we we spin things on the world's pleasures. He provides for us. He takes care of our needs. And what do we do in return? We spend it on the pleasures of the world. And we leave Jesus behind, except for Sundays. Oh, yeah, Sundays we'll come back to church and we'll be all Christian. And then we'll go back into the world. We'll get busy doing what we do and and forget about God for the week. That's why it's so important every day to have a time alone with God. A time alone with God, even if it's for a few minutes, just a time alone with God. And, um, you know, it'll help us. It'll help all of us. Verse 4, he hits it. James is still hitting his heart. He says, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think the scripture says without reason that he, that he jealousy longs for spirit? He has caused us to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace. That's why the scripture said, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. He, taught, boy, he comes right across. You adulterous people, you guys are all messed up because you are choosing friendship with the world. So I have to ask that candid question today. How many listening today are choosing friendship with the world versus a relationship with God? How many are putting the world, its pleasures, its joys, its friendships in front of our relationship with God? It's a real question. It's one we have to tackle. Well, pastor, don't get legalistic on me. I'm not being legalistic on you. I'm just reading the Word of God, trying to let the Word of God penetrate your mind and my mind. And sometimes I need that wake-up call too. Remember in Revelations, he's telling a lot of those churches in Revelation to wake up. Wake up, smell the roses. Realize you're not living the way you should be living. You talk it. You know, it seems like you are. But you're really not. That's what he's telling those churches. Most of those churches, six of those seven churches, he's telling telling that to. And he tells that to each one of us. Wake up. Get with it. And he gives you a, he gives you a prescription for that. Verse 7, submit yourself then to God. Okay? Submit yourself to God. God, I'm, going, I'm giving my all to you. I want to put you first place in my life. Lord, show me your way. Keep you in the front of my life. And then he goes, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We have to resist him instead of giving in to him. We give in, we get let temptation overwhelm us, and it turns into sin because we give in to it. He says, come near to God, and he will come near to you. And I believe that with all my heart. If you come near to God, he will come near to you. He says, wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your heart, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning, your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. He wants you to take sincere your walk with him. He wants you to realize the way you've gone. And sometimes it takes others to show us because we don't quite get it. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. Let Jesus lift us up. Verse 11 says, Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. 
Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and to destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Well, you know what? How often does that happen? Even within the church, that people judge each other. Oh, their life, they're not very spiritual. They do this or they do that. They have this problem or that problem. I would say to you, as I say to myself sometimes, look in the mirror. Look in the mirror and realize what you're saying about someone else. You are not the judge of them. Almighty God is. You don't know what's on their heart. You don't know how they go to bed at night and and they wake up and they sleep and what their conversations are with God. But I know one thing. If we see a brother or sister in sin, the Bible says, gently restore them, gently help them not to tear into them. You'll never win people by tearing into them and making them feel horrendously guilty because of what they're doing. You need to love them and gently restore them. Say, yes, that is wrong. That is against God, but it's time to turn things around. And God is there. The Bible says, if God is for you, who can be against you? And that's in Romans chapter 8. If God is for you, who can be against you? Folks, I want God in my corner. I I want to be a winner. You know, if you're in a boxing match, you know, who would you want in your corner? you want God or do you want the enemy? You'd want God, you know, because the enemy cannot overcome God unless we give in to the enemy, unless we allow the world to teach us something totally contrary to what God would have us learn. Well, let's listen to the last few verses of chapter 4. Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow— We will go to this city or that, spend a year there carrying out business and make money. Why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? And listen to this. You are a mist that appears for just a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. If anyone then knows the good they ought to do and doesn't doesn't do it, it is sin for them. Okay, listen, folks, that's a, that's a key line here. If anyone then knows the good that they ought to do and they don't do it, it is sin for them. They are sinning against God. When you know what is right and you choose not to do it, the Bible says that is sin against God. And God hates sin. God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. You know what? That's what we're called to do as as people of God, to love the sinner, but hate the sin. Pray for the sinner. Encourage them. Gently restore them. God wants to use each of us in his own way. He knows the way. He's got direction for each of us. Can we just listen? Can we be open to his will and search his will and say no when we need to say no and say yes when we need to say yes. Sure we can. We all can do it. And we're going to do it together. You and I, we're going to do it together. We're going to say yes to God and we're going to help change our community and our world. Lord bless you. I hope you have a marvelous day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.